Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another bite-sized political podcast. And I uh, hope this one finds you well. And as always, it's sponsored this one by uh, Quantum Hypno, and there's a link below uh, to to check uh, Sarah's services out there. Uh, okay. Uh, we're going to talk a wee bit more about some of the uh, information that uh, has been creeping out on just how dangerous these jabs were. Now, the Moderna jab and the Pfizer jab, those were the two main jabs taken by the vast majority of people in the West. In the UK, yes, we did have AstraZeneca, but that was quickly binned when they figured just how dangerous it was. So Moderna, anyway, it's one of the ones that the GP and other will tell you, it's safe, it's effective. Uh, very low chance of anything happening to you. Oh, really? Listen to this. A brand new peer-reviewed study, which came out of the country of Switzerland, a staggering 1 in 35 recipients of the Moderna booster shot experienced vaccine-associated heart injury. 1 in 35 people who took the shot experienced damage to the heart. Now, that is obviously a very shocking number. And so let's unpack the details of the study together, starting with the hypothesis that the researchers were trying to investigate. Going into the study, the researchers, quote, posited that the incidence of vaccine-associated heart injury was more prevalent than previously thought following mRNA booster vaccination because of a lack of symptoms or mild symptoms. And so essentially, their hypothesis going into the study was that after getting an mRNA booster shot, a lot more people were experiencing vaccine-related heart damage than previously thought. And the reason for this was because people's hearts were getting damaged in a way where either there were no symptoms on the surface or the symptoms were mild enough for people to ignore, meaning that the heart was actually injured, but the recipient of the booster shot was simply unaware. And so what these researchers did was that instead of just asking people how they felt after vaccination, they actually went in and they tested their blood. And in terms of what they were testing for, quote, the researchers defined heart injury as a sharp increase in high sensitivity cardiac treponin T on the third day after vaccination without evidence of an alternative cause. The levels of cardiac treponin had to hit the upper limit of normal, 8.9 nanograms per liter in women and 15.5 nanograms per liter in men. Now, the reason that these researchers decided to use what's known as a treponin test is because it is a very good indicator of whether or not there was damage to the heart. If a person has more of this protein called treponin T in the bloodstream, it means that recently they've experienced damage to the heart. There you go, my friends. Uh, all pretty clear there. I think you'll agree. So one in 35, or as the Office for National Statistics in the UK would have, extremely rare. Listen, if you take the average class full of kids, there's around about 30 kids in the class. So it's not much more than having accepting that, yeah, one in every class full of kids, they're going to have some heart damage. But hey, it's extremely rare. It's extremely rare. Go to the football ground <clears throat> at the weekend, and there's maybe 50,000 people there. One in 35? That's hundreds of people. And, and it's interesting because, as you see, what they did here was they didn't, I mean, and this is the right way to do it. They didn't just ask people, oh, do you think you've had any heart damage? That's a stupid way to do it. They actually went looking for this uh, protein, troponin uh, T, uh, which is directly associated and caused by, essentially, it's a distress call uh, by the heart when the heart has, has suffered a form of da damage. This is the protein uh, or one of the proteins that is created, troponin T. So and we t I remember talking about this a couple of years ago. I mean, this is the thing, folks. I don't know how you feel, but I kind of feel all the time, 
all the stuff we were pumping out in 21 and 22, everything that we said has been validated. But it's the scale of damage as well. One in 35, uh, uh, you know, I mean, basically, if you take the UK population at 70 million, one in 35 means there's 2 million heart damaged people if they took COVID jabs. 2 million. No wonder they're developing, they want to develop vaccines to help uh, heart damage. But isn't it shocking when you really, you know, when you consider the scale of damage, and this is obviously the Moderna one, I don't think for one moment Pfizer is going to be any different in substance. Um, and we know AstraZeneca was particularly dangerous and particularly to young men age under age of 13, which is why it was almost instantly banned, even as we were giving them awards in the UK. Yeah. So, so this is the level of damage, heart damage being caused by these uh, jabs. This was the booster. The booster. You remember, Dr. Fauci, you got to get your booster. So you get your booster, and then you got to get your cardiac uh, uh, damage. Yeah, that's going to be good. You're going to feel so much better. Um, so, yeah, so like it looks like um, basically the cat's out of the bag and can't find his claws when it comes to this, when it comes to the media, because it's obvious now, beyond any shadow of doubt, that the level of vax-associated damage, real, substantiated, undeniable, serious, um, it's out. But they still don't want to talk about it. It still doesn't stop Rishi Sunak standing up in the House of Commons and telling us that the vaccines are, quote, unequivocally safe. Well, one in 35 people having heart uh, damage after having their Moderna booster Rishi would suggest that I think the use of the word unequivocal is one that will haunt you till you're finally kicked out of uh, Downing Street. But uh, but there you have it, my friends. Anyway, you know uh, the level of uh, heart damage caused by these jabs is as is as widespread as many of us feared. And you know the really the really bad bit in this, we haven't really begun to see the outworkings of this. Yes, we have all the died suddenly. So we saw one yesterday in the form of the actor from The Office who plays the character Keith. We saw that. These just go unnoticed virtually. People just die suddenly, age 50, age 40, 30. Yeah, totally normal, totally normal. Um, and ultimately, I think, and I do believe this, and maybe I'm wrong, but I do think that ultimately, my friends, truth will out. Thanks for listening.